This is the Three Bam Podcast. You can do the intro if you want. This is the Three Bam Podcast. Interrupted. Oh, do it again. Sorry. This is three beers and a mic. Estamos haciendo el Tres Bam Podcast. This is Three Bam Podcast. This is Three Bam Podcast. This is the Three Bam Podcast. This is the Three Bam Podcast. Three Bam this is the three bears and a mic welcome back everybody to the three beers and a mic podcast uh we are coming at you from a uh man it's freaking hot outside it's like it's like 91 degrees today what are you October. talking about i was sitting outside it was beautiful dude it was just burning burning uh where's the cool weather it's fall man let's get to it um but uh we got the full crew here today so i'm really excited uh welcome back everybody i'll introduce you guys in a moment please uh follow us on three beers and a mic on facebook three beers and a mic on instagram three beers and a mic on twitter uh also follow us at cross the streams media where you can listen to some wonderful podcasts that we've partnered up with uh, such as burn appetite uh, we've got the uh, Dan Aykroyd podcast. We've got the Dorksman. We've got uh, what, what was the new toy one? Toy Rewind. Toy Rewind. Yeah, SDS yes. guys. Just listened to an episode of theirs a few days ago. It's fantastic. Bearing ain't easy. Yes, and uh, Front Row Negative as well. So there's a whole bunch of content on that uh, on our on our Cross the Streams media page where you can find something new that you never thought you'd want to listen to. And thank you so much, everybody, for your support. Say what's up, Adam. What's up, Bernie? What's up? What's up? And Dwayne, what's going on, dude? What's going on, dude? Glad, glad to have the full crew back, <laughs> Adam. I heard you're off tomorrow. How about that? Yeah, requested off, dude. You could stay up late tonight and fall yeah. asleep during the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm okay. I took a nap earlier. All right, uh, so, I did, did too. You, you never take naps. I didn't mean to. I was just watching TV and fell wow, asleep. Wow, Dwayne took a nap. You hate that. Wow. Good I, I don't you. know if I'd call it a nap. It was kind of like. How do you hate naps? Naps are Dude, the best thing ever. Dwayne hates naps. Because I usually feel like shit after I wake up. Yeah, he uh, says that. He goes, "Dude, you feel worse when you wake up and before you went to sleep." I'm like, "That is not true." That's not true. Those 25 no. power naps, 30 minute power naps, those are the best. Yep. Oh yeah. I, I nap almost every day. I took yeah. a lot of those. They're great. They're great. All right. Uh, as always, what are we drinking? Adam, what do you got? Today I'm drinking the same Michelada. Sure. The mango one? Both. The mango and the fuego together. Okay. Oh. Wow. Did Doing you mix them? Or yes. Oh. Adam right. stepping up his game now. Mixologist, Adam. <laughs> Adam, do you put ice in your micheladas when you pour them in a glass? No, but I get, I have them in the freezer, really cold. Okay. I, 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 I when I'm in Mexico, they put uh, ice in their micheladas, and it actually makes it taste very refreshing. So I've been doing that lately. Uh, all right, Dwayne, what do you got? I'm starting with a Anderson Valley salted caramel porter. Okay. All beverage aged six months in bourbon barrels. That's wow. Cool. I didn't realize it had bourbon barrels. I was like, 
It tastes like bourbon. <laughs> was that one beer four dollars? Probably. Wow. Okay. That's got a giant sticker on the side that says three ninety nine on it. <laughs> there it <laughs> is. <laughs> yeah. I thought maybe he bought a six pack and it was on sale. Um, but no. Okay. Hope it's good. Then I had to get this just because of the name. It's called Champagne Velvet. You can't see it, but Champagne Velvet brand beer. Whoa. It's just it's just a pilsner, but the Why beer worth have... the billion dollar flavor. Because like uh, shit. Okay. <laughs> Okay. It's probably gonna be horrible. I was gonna say, why did you have to get that based on the name? The name was like nothing. The, the name makes it sound the awful. slogan. The yeah. slogan is where it's at. And then I have the uh, get what the free tail puro pills. Cool. I went from heavy to lighter beers. So all right, that's a good assortment. Very nice. What do you got, Bernie? So I got some beers from Sam Adams Tap Room in Cincinnati. Some uh, Cincinnati exclusives, as I like to call them. Nice. Uh, This one is called Blackbeard's Vacation 2021. It's part of their Barrel Age um, lineup. It's an ale brewed with lactose and aged in coconut rum barrels with vanilla beans, pineapple puree, tangerine puree, and limes added. So, like a light uh, stout. <laughs> can, can ask, it's like an amber. Can, color That's from the great. rum barrel, so it probably gives it that color. Yeah. How do you How do you guys know that they actually do all that stuff? <laughs> <laughs> how does anyone that. know that there's coconut shaving rum? Over well, you should taste, you should taste coconut. In I a mean, Siberian uh, sarcophagus. Wait, you wait don't know. Number two. Okay. Number two is called the Brujito. <laughs> I have two Ooh. of these. It is an ale aged on mint leaves and lime in rum barrels. These are 10.5% alcohol. Oh. They taste like almost like a seltzer. Okay. Very dangerous. They do not taste. There's no aftertaste <laughs> to it. They're delicious and refreshing, like a mojito is. Um, these these will sneak up on you. I should have got more of these because these are these are awesome. Okay. The black beard I'm having right now, uh, it's okay. The lactose, I don't understand why the lactose is added in there. Um, yeah, trying to get like coconut. Do we know what that is? Like, is it just like a what? What is lactose that they add? Like, it can't be milk, right? Well, you know, in Star Wars, um, uh, Mark Hamill he goes up to that uh, like elephant, <laughs> or, or giraffe elephant looking thing. <laughs> no, but it has to be just some kind of clear liquid they add, though, right? I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I don't understand why it's added, other than maybe to. Try I mean, to the it, science guy, tell us what would it be? would lactose try to get it melty? Dairy? I don't know. I mean, lactose is a component of dairy, but it doesn't. Right. When you think of lactose, you think that it's like a liquidy substance. It's actually more gelatinous. So uh, it it's it's it can be a jello-y like substance. So it, it thickens things. Uh, is, is the beer it, thicker? It, 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 it adheres things together, keeps things stable and formed. Versus if you didn't have lactose in milk, it would just be a bunch of gobbledygook. It's so. it's not really no, it's not thicker. It's too many. Too much shit. 
<laughs> too many flavors, like, too many things piled in. It's unkamposhka or whatever they call that. It's, yeah, it just it's, sounds like. Yeah, but uh, it it'll prevent you from getting scurvy. So that's all that matters. Sure. <laughs> I guess. Uh, all right, so I have uh, a positive and a negative. What does that sound, Adam? I have a positive and a negative. Uh, positive is that I have six beers today. Negative is that they're all the same thing. So Ugh. I have a St. Arnold six-pack of their original dry cider. So it felt like tonight was a cider six? night. No. I'll finish three. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm boring tonight. I grabbed this on the way home, so I was running late. So it's good. Uh, I've, I've never had St. Arnold cider before, and I, the drier the better for me. I don't like when the ciders are too fruity. So it's good. Uh, just like your sex life, huh? Shut up. Title of your sex tape. Shut up. All right. Uh, so let's get into the topics this week. Um, I know that a lot of our audience is wanting us to kind of talk about the new uh, big movie release over the past weekend, which is Venom 2. So before we get into our review, I want to talk about the game we played two weeks ago, which is we all got to guess the box office score of the oh, so you're all happy now friday saturday <laughs> sunday weekend Dwayne, can you remind our audience what did we guess would be the three-day span of uh box office united states tally bernie went with 45 wow i <laughs> went i Dwayne, for the audience uh went with 55 Okay. And Rami had 71. I was the closest. It actually did 90 or $91 million over the three-day span, which I think blew all of our expectations away, right? None of us – I mean, my guess was the closest, but I still was $20 million off. It doubled what I thought it was going to yeah. do. I would have guessed It made more than it the first – It doesn't even make sense, though. Like <laughs> It made more than the first movie. Word of mouth when that movie started was like, do not go see this movie. And then it just made a bunch of money. So, so let's discuss that real quick because I find this very unique. Because the first Venom movie, its opening weekend, did not make $91 million. And a lot of people went and saw that film and were like, man, this isn't, I mean, this is okay, I guess. It's mediocre to subpar. And then you make a sequel that got bad reviews and it makes more money. Why? Why did it make so much? Because it was Carnage. it was going up against nothing. And are people just ready to go back into theaters? They're, or is Carnage that big of a draw? I don't think it's Carnage. Venom is that big of a draw. People fucking love Venom. In any <laughs> format, even though a lot any of... Any format, people love them. And I mean, we added to the total, uh, other than Dwayne. I think it was the, the combination of Venom and, and Carnage. Because yeah. the first movie, like you said, it didn't make that much. And it's Venom. But this I mean, time, this time it was Venom and Carnage. It was everything against it. An hour and 25 minute runtime, bad reviews. Um, the first movie was, not, again, not very good. And it made 91 million bucks. I think people went because they uh, changed Woody Harrelson's hairstyle from that shitty curly red like <laughs> afro looking thing in the in the end credit scene of the first movie to his dumb and dumber lloyd christmas haircut that he had in this movie. yeah i mean to be fair cletus cassidy has curly hair so i mean i even though the the hair didn't look that great in i know the, but do, do you remember what it looked like from the uh, end credit scene of it the looked first terrible. one 
Yeah, I rewatched the first one before I saw. Yeah, it. then they it completely changed the yeah. hairstyle in this it was movie. Awful. Yeah, so I mean, just think of all the movies that are coming out soon. We got James Bond coming out tomorrow. Woo-woo-woo. We've got tonight. or to, yeah, today, tonight, you know, Thursday. Uh, we're, we got uh, Eternals coming out next month. We've got the new Halloween movie coming out next week. If you know you're into horror, uh, we've it's got Peacock too, though. It is on Peacock, correct? Uh, we've got Far From Home coming out at Christmas, and there's one other Dune. movie coming out. Dune's Dune. in two weeks. Dune's coming yeah, out. Yeah, Dune. Oh, that's that's the one I want to watch. So I mean, things are rolling. This is this is Shang. You know, Shang Chi did really good. So this is a wild time for movie theaters. There is a new move, like not just a new movie, huge movies every week for like the next five out of the six next weeks. Yeah, it's insane, insane it, run. It's great. And Adam's and, family. We got Adam's family. So, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's very, it's very cool, man. It, it's starting to feel like, cause like my theater was packed. There were like maybe seven seats available in the very front. Every seat was taken. So people are ready to go back out. And, and you went uh, opening night, right? Thursday. We went to the, no, we went to the, we went to the Friday show. I don't think I saw it Thursday. I saw it Friday. You guys saw it Thursday. No, we saw it Thursday. You're right. Yeah, we saw it Thursday. Yeah, it was packed. It was, it was crazy. Um, Bernie, how full? How full was your theater? Um, my theater itself wasn't very full. I'd say probably half, but they had showings like every fifteen thirty minutes. Mm-hmm. So the theater itself was packed. Lines for concessions and beer and stuff like I haven't seen in. A year and a half. Yeah. But my individual showing was half, maybe. Yeah. And you could do that when the runtime is an hour and 25. You can just oh, show yeah. it nonstop on a loop in multiple theaters and just make bank. All right. So let's talk about what we actually thought about the movie. So if you saw the first Venom, you know that at the end credit scene, Woody Harrelson made an appearance as Cletus Cassidy, who we know as Carnage. And so we, we can say they're. There may be spoilers here. So yeah, there's gonna be spoilers for sure. Um and so of course, let there be carnage is the tagline for Venom 2. And it, it brings back Tom Hardy as Venom. And we we watched uh two trailers before we went and saw the film. We thought the first trailer was stupid, and we thought the second trailer was a little better. So we kind of really didn't know what we were going in to see. Is this gonna be some goofball slip on pancake syrup film? Or is it going to be a little bit more serious and kind of violent and stuff like that? So we can kind of get into it. And let's just go around the horn and uh, talk about what we thought about the film. Adam, what did you think about the movie? Well, it was okay. It was just, uh, they had some boring. To me, the boring stuff was when Carnage and and uh, Brock were talking together all the time. That was so fucking boring. So the conversations, the conversations between the two main characters yeah. was very boring. Very boring. And then all when right. the, the action started with, you know, Carnage and all that, it got really good. So I liked it. And that the stupid pancake uh, scene was there too. I thought it was there was going to be just in the credits. I mean, on the trailer, but no, it was there. No, the kitchen scene where he was making a bunch of food was there. Yep, that was that was in the movie. I figured it would be. Um, all right. And, uh, so you, you just, you thought it was average. Yes. All right. 
we'll, we'll wait and give our scores um, at the end. Uh, Dwayne, uh, you did not see the movie, but you said it's okay if we do spoilers. So you've kind of read some stuff online and kind of got the gist of it, I'm guessing. Yeah, I've heard podcasts and whatever, but okay. I, Dwayne, I, I, I'm not interested at all anyway, so it doesn't matter. It's a superhero sequel movie. Mm-hmm. So you've been around the block, you know, superhero sequel movies. The hero has to lose his powers for yep. most of the film. Of yep. course. That's exactly what happens. Yep. Did, yeah. did, wait, did Venom get mad though and just wouldn't come out? No, he he, he left. He was scared. He, he, he left. Was scared at one scene, but he did just he just left. Yeah, they had, he a, just, they had a fight. Yeah. <laughs> they had a fight and he just kind of threw himself out of Eddie's apartment window and went and attached himself to someone else. It was a oh, some kind of bum. Yeah, correct. And then and then those hosts died. So he went to like four different bodies and he killed them all. But yeah. He's somehow the hero. The yeah. <laughs> all right. They so like melted. Their insides like melted he, he whenever did. he left their body. Yeah. Uh, and he's the hero. You're supposed to feel good about him. It was it, that was those were that was crazy. So um I'll I'll go next. I'll let I'll let Bernie go at the end because I think his is gonna be the most uh, well, funny to listen to. Yeah. I took notes. So um number one, um the movie starts out super generic where you have the, the the dumb villain is young. He's in some sort of insane asylum. And of course he has a, like a love interest and they're talking to each other through the pipes in the walls and they're sending each other notes. And of course there's, you know, this girl who, you know, they're, they're these, they're like, you know, the, the Bonnie and Clyde or whatever. There's a they're, love interest in prison. <laughs> They're in, they're inseparable. They're in like a mental like an insane hospital. Asylum. Mental hospital, yeah. Yeah. Uh. yeah. So you know uh, uh, they get separated, and then years go by, and Cletus is on death row. Eddie exposes his uh, secret body count on this island or whatever, and so you know uh, Cletus wants to talk to Eddie. He bites you're his miss, hand. You're missing so many. I know. They actually. No, I know. I'm just I'm just going through generic stuff. He bites his hand, and then that's how. He gets the blood in his system and becomes carnage. Is that when they strap him to the? Man, I couldn't figure that out from the trailer. Yeah, when they strap <laughs> him to you know the 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 seat before they give him his death injection, it creates this sort of reaction where carnage comes out and he starts killing everyone in the prison and blah blah blah. So I'm gonna let Bernie break down his notes, but I just kind of wanted to get to the point where we get to the actual villain because I want to say first of all. There was a lot of joking stuff and a lot of stupid crap and people laughing and, and things like that. But it wasn't as much as I thought it was going to be, I guess. The thing that bothered me the most is that there are too many people in this movie that talk to Venom like he's a person. And it really frustrates me that his ex-girlfriend and his ex-girlfriend's like new fiance and the lady who works at like the gas station uh, convenience store and just mm-hmm. everyone is talking to Venom like he's just some, you know, sidekick guy or roommate that Eddie has. And it's just so normal that you have an alien in your body that is like just in- infecting you. Hey, and just dance cool. Real quick, did, did like Venom's head come out and talk when they were talking to him? Yeah. Yes. Oh man, that's so horrible. <laughs> it happened a lot, and it's so 
crazy. Not only when they're talking to him, like when he's just talking to Eddie, the head will <laughs> pop out and talk to him, like in bathroom stuff. <laughs> oh my god! So it's such an easy thing to do by just making Venom hidden and the internal struggles that Eddie goes through trying to cope with the fact that he's sharing his body with a symbiote and that people on the outside think he's just crazy because he's talking That's to That's what the character is in the comic I know, book. And I don't know why they didn't do that. It's so They did do it stupid. sometimes. He's like, he's like telling Venom to shut up and then there's like a lady standing in front of him and she's like, I'm sorry. He goes, oh. Yeah, it's just... Tom Hardy is a terrible Eddie Brock. He is worse. He's so bad in this movie. The he's, acting in this movie is awful. He is a very good actor. He's a fantastic actor. I've seen him in numerous movies that were just... Dunkirk is a great example. He's awesome in that movie. And I, I don't know why he can't play this character. Uh, it's, acting is awful. Um, the fight scene, Yeah, the fight scenes were okay. I mean, before you know it, you're at the climax. They're at the church. And of course, they have a, to find another building that's noisy because yeah. the symbiotes don't you like need the bells. Noise. You like need the bells. <laughs> and of course, they've abducted a priest to marry Carnage and his long lost love. And they're going to have some jacked up wedding where they confessed to each other. And then I got lots of notes about this church and battle scene. Awful. Because some of the stuff they do is just wild. Yeah. So I. I give it sub average. I'm going to wait for my score, like I promised. I give it below average. Um, the only thing that oh, saved it was the end credits. Us, scene, we'll talk about. Well, he didn't give us the actual number. Well, no, we're going to we're going to say the numbers at the end. I want Bernie to. We know what he's going to have. It's going to be below. It's going to be below. Below. It's going to be below five. Yeah. So. All right, go ahead, Bernie. Um, Carnage knows. Of Eddie Brock somehow being in isolation. Don't know how. And, and like, so he has a cell, but when he's allowed out of his cell, he's in a cage. Like, it looks like a diving shark cage. Correct. Like that kind of dimensions. Okay. He somehow knows of Eddie Brock. All right. So he, he asked to see Eddie Brock so he can give him his life story. Yes. He wants Eddie Brock to write this story. And so they cut this deal and then, um, he finds out from looking well venom finds out venom notices etchings on the jail cell wall of like little crosses like gravestone things and so um he <laughs> he goes home and there's this scene where venom is controlling um hardy's hands like this and he's drawing a map that he remembers from seeing it on his wall it's so fucking bad it's very but bad from that they look up on the internet <laughs> where this yeah. is so then that's how they discover all the bodies that carnage killed and then carnage is mad at him for writing that part of the story no, instead of his, it's a, his actual no, it's, uh, well the, whatever cletus, the, the, cletus whatever, whatever. whatever. Yeah, we call him carnage it's fine that fucking guy He's mad that he told that story, even though he was going to tell him that part of it after he wrote the story anyway. <laughs> so he was mad about it. <laughs> uh, so then that's kind of how they interacted. Dumb. Um, Venom doing voiceovers. The first like 20 minutes of this movie was so annoying. He was trying to like cut jokes. Um, 
I have in my notes there were a lot of dumb motorcycle scenes with Eddie Brock. Like he like just pop wheelies for no reason on like a one second scene. They'd have him drive away and he like pop a wheelie and just like go down the streets. It's like what? Like why are you doing that? Yeah. Um, By the way, did who, who did Venom's voice? Was it uh, what's his name? Tom Hardy. Do we know? Is he doing the? I don't think so. Like is he doing both voice. voices? Yeah, I don't no, know. I don't think so. There's a scene where um, his ex invites him out to dinner um, to tell him that she's engaged to this to other show guy. show him that big-ass ring? Yeah, so she shows him this ring. And, like, he has no real reaction to it other than kind of, like, stunned because he thought that she was... Wait, what are you doing? Don't Wait. worry about it. You're not supposed to do that. I, I'm not involved in this fucking conversation. Yeah, he's so. fine. Go. She, uh... She thought that, or he thought that she was inviting him to dinner to get back together, but she was telling him that she's engaged now to this other guy, and he's just kind of like, "Oh, okay, that's great." And then she starts like yelling at him, yeah, <laughs> being like, "I thought you'd be happy for me." He wasn't even like upset. He even said like, "Hey, congrats," in like a monotone voice. It was like the most bizarre scene. Like she just like was like yelling at him, like, "I thought you'd be happy for me." That's how someone responds when they are secretly still in love with the person and you're not getting the reaction you hoped for. You know, uh, that's that's exactly what someone would say. And it was weird. It was very mean. Um, Dwayne, what what would you say if I told you that they went to a gay bar and were wearing neon light things around their neck? Oh, my God. And Venom, Venom makes a joke about Eddie coming out of the closet. <laughs> would you think this is a good movie? Because that happened. And everybody no, thinks everybody thinks that Venom's is, you know, it's it's like, wow, great costume, man. Yeah. So lifelike. Cost. Oh, yeah. it was Venom? It, it was Venom. Full on Venom. Yeah. Full on Venom with neon glow sticks like around Seven his neck. foot tall Venom. Yeah. Like I, he was I thought the making the pancakes was bad. <laughs> Why does someone write that into the script? How do you do that? So there one interesting part i did like about the movie is um uh cletus's girlfriend shriek got shot as they were escaping this mental hospital as like the backstory at the beginning of the movie by this young cop and then the cop that's like hounding eddie brock throughout the movie is that young cop so that was an interesting reveal at it's least a detective yeah the detective um they made lethal protector jokes all the time a hundred times throughout this movie, I think they kept saying "lethal protector," and I wanted to like jam something through my eyeballs. By like, the way, the fact that it. her name is Shriek uh, is not telling anything. <laughs> oh yeah, her powers is screaming. It's just coincidence yeah. that her mom named her Shriek. <laughs> yep. Yeah, the, um, if they would have said "lethal protector" just once, I would have been all right. I'd be like, yeah, okay. It's Kind of yeah, I mean, Marvel does the same thing. Tales yeah. to Astonish and Ant-Man and stuff like that. They, yeah. they do that. But they literally said it like 15 times. A billion times. A billion times. It's awful. Um, there were a lot of scenes of like voiceover when the actors are like in a distance that just drove me insane. Like they, Cletus and Shriek burned down the old mental hospital, I think. So they're walking away. Like you just see their like dark shadows and the fire in the background. They're walking away. And um, Woody Harrelson says, um, who said romance is dead? 
but it's a voiceover. So the voice is loud, even though they're like probably, I don't know, 40 yards in front of you on camera. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, it's yeah. They do a lot of stuff like that, and it just drives me insane. There's one scene when uh, Cletus steals a car and he drives it away, and then the valet boy comes running down the street. They're way down there, and then you just hear the valet uh, voiceover says, Hey, come back here with that. <laughs> <laughs> I, la- I laughed so hard at that scene. There's like that dude is like down. He's like a two blocks away from the camera. Yeah. Like, hey, come back here with that. <laughs> uh, so there's the church scene, and oh, they kidnap the this yeah. de- detective. All right, so they have him like tied up behind the altar. I'm guessing this is the same detective that shot the girlfriend. Yeah, yeah. correct. Him. Yeah, that's Cletus's gift to her for their wedding. Is correct. That he captured the guy that shot her in the eye, and when you're shot in the eye, you just get a tiny scar going straight down, and then a slightly <laughs> different color eye. Yep. He shot her in the eye. He missed her. You know, he was a scratch through the eye. Hello. Uh, well, it's a ricochet. Whatever. Ricochet. Yes. Man. He didn't um, hit her. He just, you know, like skinned her. So the eye. So, so she loses. She's a scar, and she loses the eye. But he, she didn't get shot. So Eddie Brock comes in through the front of the church, all right, and he confronts the wedding going on at the altar, and the detectives behind the altar, and then they're fighting, and then somehow this yellow um, construction machinery shows up behind the altar, like an elevator thing that you would do to do scaffolding, maybe ten feet tall in the air. Correct. At most is what this thing would go up. So he rolls onto that and he pushes the button and it starts going up. And then the next scene is him rolling off of it outside above the front door of the, the cathedral church on scaffolding up there. And I was just sitting there. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> like, yeah, did he just like teleport to the front of the church over there. Like, what the hell is happening? And then there's other fight scenes on the church where like. Eddie's like laying on the ground and Cletus is above him and there, there's clearly nothing behind him. Cuts to Cletus and then it cuts back and then all of a sudden Shriek is there and she like stabs him. <laughs> it's just like, even though she was like knocked out on the other side of the church like a second the, ago. Because the editing, sounds is, editing like, is terrible. Uh, the first Venom movie where he takes her out into the woods uh, and back to the facility and all of a sudden she's there. <laughs> sort of. Yeah. yeah. She just shows up back in the facility. I'm like, dude, Venom ran like 20,000 yards to get to this facility. There's no way you're here this quick. It's just <laughs> poor editing. It's things being cut out, things being shaved for time, and then when the scenes come together, people just appear out of nowhere with a knife. Uh, there's there's one part where Carnage takes Anne and brings her up to like the bell tower of the church. All right? And Venom's so that so that's on one side of the church. Venom's on the other side of the church like knocked out with like rubble covering him. That Dan, the fiance, has to like help save him, like get him out of the rubble so he can go save Anne. And in like they do this shot where you can see the reflection of what Carnage is doing in Venom's white eyes, <laughs> even though the roof is closed and he's on the other side of the church, but he can see her climbing up the the bell tower. It's just it's it's fucking awful. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Um. And then uh, the whole thing uh, was Cletus, all he wanted from Eddie 
See, going into this, I thought that he knew that Eddie was Venom. You know what I mean? And that's yeah. why he was interested in Eddie. And he I wanted him to too. come in and get close to him and all that kind of stuff. Yep. Nope. He thought they could be friends. They thought he could be friends. Someone Direct quote that. from the movie. Someone yeah, wrote that. I thought we could be friends. friends. Someone wrote That's that. why he wanted him to write his story. Someone wrote that and they said it nothing out to do loud. With Venom, knows nothing about the Venom or the weird shit that happened it, from the last movie. He just thought him and this reporter <laughs> that he doesn't know could be friends. Did they have the he Friends had... theme song in the background when he said it? <laughs> and that's how the movie ends. <laughs> I mean, Venom kills him, but... Yeah. But is he really dead? I don't know. Probably not. He, like, he's ate a... his head. He's a symbiote, He's pretty though. dead. Well, well no, 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 no. Tell him about what Venom this. did. Tell him what Venom did to, to Carnage. Tell him. He, I forget what he said. He swears he, he says the one fucking, F word aloud. He ate yeah. him. Yeah, he, he ate him. He ate Carnage. Yeah. That doesn't he's like Carnage. Dead, like he's like giving a speech or something, and Venom yells like "Shut the fuck up!" and bites his head off or something. He swear he says something with the F word and eats him. Yeah, you're allowed one F word. You're allowed like four S words, one F word, a couple Bs. You know, there's <laughs> one. There's, 12 A's. Yeah, you, you, you have so many things you can say. <laughs> and then, of course, you can't show any human blood, um, but you can show alien blood. So, you know, uh, they, 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 they skirted the PG-13 line pretty well. Um, yeah. Uh, then, go ahead. Just, just like Venom 1, the only good part of the movie is the after credit scene. Yeah. Rami uh, Luna oh, discussed yeah. the after credit scene. Yeah, so mid credit scene, whatever. It was a mid credit scene. There wasn't any after credits. Uh, it was a mid credit scene um, where I had I had heard that um, it was good. Like people who thought the movie was very bad said, "Look, but the but the mid credit scene is awesome," and um, I was even shocked. Uh, it's it's Eddie in a hotel room, and uh, uh, Venom is talking to him about, you know, you don't really know about my past or the things that I've done or where I've been or what I've seen. Let me show you uh, some of my previous lives. And, you know, Tom Hardy's like, yeah, okay, show me what you got. From his planet or whatever. He was going to show show him the planet. Planet, yeah. But then the room changes from a standard hotel room into like a beach sort of villa type room where you can clearly see there's sand outside and the sun's coming up and (sighs) He's now in a different environment, and the TV's on. And you can see in the no, TV... No, no. They were at the beach before, because the movie ends with them looking at the sunset together with the Venom head. Oh, you're out. right. Okay. They go right. on beach vacation in the movie. Yeah, you're the, right. It changes to a regular hotel room. Okay, you're right. I got that reversed. That's how the movie ends, Dwight. I forgot. They're watching yeah. the sunset together. That's correct. <laughs> Sipping That's drinks correct. on the beach, looking at the water. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, uh, it, I forgot about that. Yeah, and so it yeah changes into that, and then um, you see J. Jonah Jameson uh, talking on the screen where he was revealing to the world that Peter Parker is Spider Man, and then you see an image of Tom Holland on the television, and Venom, you know, takes over Eddie's body and goes towards the screen, and he licks the screen. Um, and says, what does he say? Uh, I, 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 something about, I like you or something like that. 
where he's clear. (laughs) Yeah. I'm, he's clearly, he's clearly engaged with this Spider-Man character. So a couple things there. Um, I know what Bernie's going to say about that scene, but I was actually very surprised because in my mind, I'm like, you know, well, I mean, maybe they'll have some kind of hints about Spider-Man existing or something, but to actually show Jay Jonah talking and then to show Tom Holland, Spider-Man in the movie and to have Eddie being attracted towards that character makes me think like, is Venom going to be in far from home? Like, was he going to be one of the Sinister Six? No. Maybe. Um, Or, like, what Bernie, I think, is going to say is that this is just a one-off nod that this universe exists and we will never hear from it again. I don't know about never, but he's not going to be in... He's not going to be in Far From Home. Okay. He had too much... Unless unless it's like an after-credits scene and they do something with them. Marvel will not allow this shitty character in their movies. This version of Venom. I, they'll redo a Venom. This Venom yeah, but, will not but be in there. After the credit scene, they could show Spider-Man in the black Venom suit. Right? Possible. Yeah. yeah. It's possible. I just just the fact that, that Tom Holland was actually in the mid credit scene, that was <laughs> that was really crazy to yeah, me. His picture I, I was, was. He wasn't really in his it. His picture, was it? yeah. Adam, what's the you same think? newscast from End of Spider-Man 2? Yeah, it was the end of Spider-Man, <laughs> uh 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 uh, what was the what was that movie? Far from home. Nope. Yeah, far from home. Far from home. Yeah, Spider-Man Two. Far from home. Um, end of that. J. Jonah reveals Peter's identity. It was that scene replayed again with Venom actually watching it on television. It was really cool. Uh, Adam, what do you think of the mid-credit scene? I loved it. It was really good. It was really cool. Fuck yeah! It so made it made the Mar- movie. Mar- so Marvel and Fox had to give. Sony. Permission. Oh, Sony. Sony, yeah. I had to give them permission to do that, right? Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. You can't just take... Yeah, you can't just... Same way Doc Ock you is going to be in the new that one. That scene, that yeah. mid-credit mid scene, could have boosted more sales for that movie. You know that. Yeah, but I mean, you can't advertise that before the movie comes out. I know, out. but no, word, word of mouth. Worth. Yeah, word of mouth. Word of mouth. Well, I heard that the mid-credit scene was awesome. I just, in my mind, I didn't think it was actually going to be him. I thought, well, maybe, but I'm like, nah, they're not going to do that. Uh, even just a picture, like Bernie said, it still was Tom Holland on the TV. I don't and understand the timeline of it, though. I don't either, but I don't care. <laughs> because this is Doesn't before, matter. <laughs> this is way before Peter goes to Doctor Strange to have it undone. Right. No, Correct. this, this is, is the announcement. This is of, far from home. Yeah, this is obviously. Yeah, yeah th- this is this is. Uh, so, how did he get teleported to that multiverse to see that announcement? Is what no I idea. don't understand. I know what you're saying is that when Doctor Strange was doing the spell, that's when the multiverse was forming, and that's what caused the spell to go haywire. But mm-hmm. now you have Venom watching a scene where Spider-Man's identity is revealed. No, it's it's literally to show that Venom's in Spider-Man's world. Now, Sounds but like he, he gets teleported. There. He gets teleported there. Yeah, Dwayne, if you watch, we don't the understand how he got scene, teleported. Venom oh. was in a beach villa apartment or whatever, and then the, the, the room changed and the light shifted, and that yeah, was it like turns like, a, like orange. And and some like, guy Ugh. comes out uh, out of the restroom, 
Yeah, some yeah. guy comes out of the restroom. Room? And he's like, what are you doing in my room? So he gets Dude. teleported from the beach. Oh, so into... they physically got teleported. It wasn't like yeah. Venom was showing this, like, hey, this is what happened to me. That's what you thought was happening at first. Yes. Like Venom was saying, I'm going to show you my home planet. And the room goes, gets all screwy. You're like, oh, man, we're going to see some Venom history. But no, then you see Spider-Man on TV. So yeah, Venom before... even says that wasn't me. Yeah, he goes, that wasn't me. I didn't do that. So he was going to show him a history of his planet, and then something got messed up. But what Bernie Shaggy is... Shaggy plays in the background. It wasn't me, as Venom says. <laughs> <he didn't laughs> it. it was it was really cool. It 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 for watching such a not very good film. It made me kind of get up out of my seat, like whoa! And everyone yeah. in the theater was like, whoa! Like they did that. Yeah, they did that on purpose. It was yeah. Word of mouth. Really Word cool. of mouth. That's that's part they of what boosted. made the box office numbers. Yeah, they boosted. That's it. part of the movie. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> the after credit scene. Yeah. So I can get a ticket and just show up like 15 minutes before the end of the movie, or and... you could just go watch it on YouTube right now. You can keep, you can find that scene for free. Um, I'm sure I can find you a link. Uh, anyway, all right, let's give our scores. Adam, one out of ten. What'd you think? Uh, six. Six. Six point five, yeah. Jeez. Okay. That's low for Adam. I guess that's true. Yeah. Uh, I give it a four. Um, I, I seriously was going to give it a three. Um, that's like, that's like, uh, Thor two level for me. Um, but then that end credit scene gave it an extra point. So I, I give it a four. You thought this was better than Thor two. I did. You're I thought this was better than Thor 2. Mind. Yeah. You're out of your mind. Bernie, I hate Thor 2. That's the bane of my existence. That's the worst this movie, movie is ever. so much worse than Thor 2. I don't think so. What, are you going to give it a I'm 1? Giving it, I'm giving it a 2. <laughs> <laughs> I, can't, I can't give anything 10s, and I can't give anything 1s. Okay. There's no movie that deserves a 1. Okay. No movie deserves a 10. Those are the so, rules. So 2 and a half. With, so then, without the Spider-Man scene, what would you have given it? Two. Two. Okay, so it's it half it a point. Extra half. All right. They they did interesting things throughout the movie. They just didn't capitalize on it. Like the the detective reveal thing was cool. Mm-hmm. It was. Um, Shriek's powers being like the Achilles heel of Cletus in Carnage. Cool dynamic, right? Sure. Yeah, I agree. Her screeching pisses the symbiotes off. Yep. Never really played into that other than him like threatening to slap her around if she does it again. Correct. Um, they could have done more with that. That would have been cool. Um, uh, it's this movie. I just feel like this movie didn't know what it wanted to be tonally. Um, I don't think it. I don't know. It. It just was like the standard sequel. Where they wrote down, all right, superhero needs to lose his powers for at least a third of this movie. So, and then we're gonna done. throw everything else how, in the basket. <laughs> how do we start it? How do we end it? And then let's just jam it all together and keep it at a tight ninety. Yeah, less than <laughs> tight 90, ninety actually. minutes. Yeah, a superhero movie ninety minutes is insane these days. It's crazy. Usually, that that ninety minute mark is for like horror movies. Um, yeah. but but even horror movies now are pushing two like... hours. Comedies, yeah, comedies, absolutely. 
Yeah, okay. Did, did this want to be a horror movie? No. Zero aspect. It, it didn't even that. try to be scary. It didn't even the first try to one. Make... The first one wasn't either, but like the the trailers made it seem like it was wanting to kind of be like a horror. Yeah. This flat out. This was a romantic comedy. Sure. <laughs> yep. Well, that's why it's ninety minutes. There you go. I this seriously was probably a superhero version of a romantic comedy, right? Yeah. Cletus and Shriek and him and Nan. I would say so. All right, so that's our Venom 2 chat, and uh, we're going to stick with the Marvel theme. Um, we are going to discuss the uh, great the what, what if? if the what if series. Um, hey, hey, real quick, uh, champagne velvet brand beer, the beer with the million dollar flavor, false advertisement. Oh, yeah, I knew that was going to be bad. <laughs> of course, that's awful. How many dollars? Uh, 50 cents. Oh, man. Uh, it didn't even get the three ninety nine that's on the side of the can. No, that one's only a dollar, guys. Uh, uh, it was a dollar ninety nine. All right. All right. Look at that. Look at look. Yeah. So all right. So we're gonna talk some what if. Uh, the season finale of what if uh, was released yesterday. I think most of our panel has watched it. You can spoil it for me. I don't care. Um, we're talking I, about the previous one too, though. Yeah, we're talking about the previous one. We we got all did the way up to episode seven. Or did you, did you did you give in? Of course, I watched it. I said I wouldn't, and I, of course, I fucking. Of course, watched he watched it. it. Yeah, we got all the way up to episode seven uh, last time, so we'll discuss a little bit episode eight, and then you guys can talk about nine, and uh, you know we'll give our kind of wrap up of the series. Um, so episode eight was very interesting, actually. Um, episode seven at the end of the Thor episode, which we all thought was very bad, kind of ended interestingly where the Watcher's wrapping up the episode and he's surprised that this Vision-Ultron combo being shows up and starts, you know, with all Infinity, with Stone Infinity Stones. Armor. Yeah, with the Infinity Stones, right? And the Watcher's like, holy crap, what the hell is this? So... Um, Episode eight starts off with uh, what if Ultron um, fused with Vision's body and then got control of the Infinity Stones? What would that look like? How powerful would he be and what would he do with that power? And the episode I thought was very interesting. Um, There was a scene at the very beginning where Ultron is now fused with Vision and he's, you know, uh, he's uh, doing his master plan. And at some point, Thanos comes through the portal and he's got the Infinity Gauntlet with the Infinity Stones in it. And before the dude can even say a word, he gets sliced in half. Yeah, like a fucking Looney Tune. Yeah. Like Like, paper, like right in half. That was awesome. Yeah, that very awesome scene where Thanos comes through the portal, Infinity Gauntlet in hand, and just laser beam right up the middle. So it sounds like you love that. I love that, too. And I've listened to other people that are like, well, if he had this many Infinity Stones, he shouldn't have... I'm like, no, he had no time to react. He just turned around and was like, boom, done. Yeah, he comes out of... That's why I think Marvel did it like that, is that uh, Thanos comes out of the portal within a split second, Vision-Ultron combo guy just just slices him in half, dead. What did uh, Thanos say to Thor, right? It should have hit the head, right? 
What yeah, did he, he do? Just he went... just sliced them right up the middle. So yeah, it's all this gone. Is <laughs> it was? I thought that scene was great. And then so what happens is that uh, Ultron Vision gets the uh, Infinity Stones. The rest kind of, of atta- the rest of them kind of attaches it to his body, and then he he creates this alternate subconscious that he's so powerful and so all knowing that he starts to hear the watcher's narration of what's going on right now. And he's like, but I also like person talking. They didn't veer away from like Ultron was like, uh, how do I make peace on this planet? I just fucking kill everybody. Yeah. And then he's like, how do I make peace in the universe? I just fucking kill everybody. (laughs) It, and then the fact when the watcher realized that he was being noticed by this being, and that now, like Vision, Ultron's trying to find a way to 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 figure out how to get in, like to get a hold of the Watcher, right? How do I break through this alternate universe, you know, shield that you have up? That was that was very cool to me. Well, and then there's there's a, well, the the Ult, Ultron Vision was like sad. Yes, he was. He, fi- he finished his task of destroying what he thought was his universe. And he's alone, and then now he's kind of he like, has, he well, has shit, to now do. what? I don't have purpose anymore. <laughs> yes. Then he hears Uatu talking, and then he's like, oh, there's it's a it's a multiverse. There's infinite universes for me to go murder people. Yeah. I then he I love the fact I liked when he first started hearing them because like Uatu's saying something, and then like uh Ultron's reacting to it. But Awatu didn't react to him reacting to him. Like he just kept like going Narrating. on until like one point he's like, Wait, can you hear me? Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like I didn't realize you were reacting to what I was saying. <laughs> it was very it was very cool. Um it some of the best stuff I've seen in all eight episodes. It was very, very interesting. And then they bring in Black Widow and Hawkeye and they have a mission and they want to go find Arnim Zola, and they do a bunch of this crap. And, uh, you know, th- that stuff wasn't as interesting as what was happening at the beginning of the episode. It's, but it's actually kind of smart. Because I guarantee you, an Ultron character would not see Hawkeye and Black Widow as a threat, right? They're just sure regular people. He and fuck when, when they're when they're talking about like they're in this big archive and they're like, you ever seen Indiana Jones? You know, it's like looking through a needle through a haystack. And and like the watcher is having a struggle with himself because he knows that if he guides them to find the information they're looking for to infect these robots, that this will be over very quickly. But he doesn't interfere, even though he's like and he's struggling with himself. He's like, my purpose is to watch. I will never interfere, but I really should. Because this Vision Ultron guy is bad news, but I shouldn't. But I should. But I shouldn't. And he's just going back and forth. Isn't that what like like psychopaths kind of do themselves? It was that was fascinating. (laughs) That's my favorite part of Uatu in the comics is he's he always talks about this pledge of how he pledges not to be getting involved. But then anytime you see him, he's literally getting involved in everything. Yeah, (laughs) he's the best. Yeah, it was it was. It was really cool. I mean, I just overall, I thought the episode was great, um, and it kind of got me excited. You didn't even talk about fucking Owatu throwing down with oh, with Ultron, Vision Ultron. Yeah, well, the fight was awesome. 
Yeah, it was, it was fantastic. Sorry. And, you know, like, the episode's only like 24 minutes. It's really short. I don't know. Did did they ever do that in the comics? Because I've never know. seen a watcher, like... I've never seen out. him do any... Yeah, I haven't seen him, like, fight anyone. No, I haven't. That was I so awesome. Either. I was like, what? He yeah, can that, do that? That was really cool. <laughs> Which yeah, makes sorry, sense, that's the best right? part. supposed to be a powerful being. Yeah, no, that was the best part. Yeah, so uh, it was actually a pretty short episode. It was only like 24 minutes with like, you know, of course, five minutes of credits. Um, and uh, I I thought it was by far the best episode they had. This episode was great, and I wish the rest of the series had been like that. Well, this this was built to this point, though. Yeah, yeah. but it's just this so... This is like I the mean, culmination of the whole... Especially the last episode is culmination of the whole series. So, so you guys, we'll give our sort of review of the whole series at the end. But Hold you on, guys what tell did Adam me what... think of that one, though? Okay, Adam, what did you think of episode eight? He just woke up. Okay. Give him a second. He was okay. You know what? My the, 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 for me, the best show episode that I really liked was the last one, the one that I just saw. I that liked one, that. that one. The newest got one. Horrible reviews. I liked it. Okay. The other ones are just pieces of shit. I think this was the best one. <laughs> Man, Adam's just dogging. Even okay. the zombie one that I really the thought zombies I was like. Yes, I like sucked. that episode a lot. Yeah, the zombie sucked real bad. I kind of <laughs> like the Doctor Strange one. That one was fantastic. That's my second favorite one. Oh, Ooh, man, you like everything. It just ends Don't tell in me despair. <laughs> Don't tell me. You like everything. No, it ends in just heartache and despair. I got you there, Rummy. You do like everything. Not true. I didn't like Venom too. Give it a four. <laughs> you gave it All more right. than uh, than uh, Bernie did. Yeah, come to the dark side. Hate everything like <laughs> I do. <laughs> All right, so you guys talk about what was uh, the last episode. I'm gonna watch it after the the podcast tonight, but you can spoil it. What was it about? Wait, hold on. What do you think it was about? These all the different versions of these Avengers: uh, Peggy Carter, Evil Doctor Strange, uh, Loser Thor, all coming together as a, a different version of the Avengers team. Skinny Steve and his robot. I'm assuming was probably he's, there. He's not in it now. No. Okay. Well, no, he's he's he but he's not. <laughs> yeah, I just that's what I'm thinking is that they all come together to, you know, fight off this threat or whatever. So that that was my assumption. You got it. (laughs) I think we all kind of figured that's what's going to happen, right? We even see Peter Quill um, as the Dairy Queen employee or whatever. Oh, cool. uh, I mean, he gets tackled and that's about it. (laughs) Okay. But we do get to see Gamora as Thanos, I guess. Ooh, sweet. Yeah, she builds this machine to crush the Infinity Stones. Mm -hmm. But the Infinity Stones that Ultron have aren't the same Infinity Stones as her universe, so <laughs> they can't be crushed by this machine. There's like a oh. difference in them. You think it works, but then it doesn't. It's a surprise kind of reveal thing. Okay. Um, Sounds kind of cool. Ultron's held down by uh, the lasso, lasso of truth. <laughs> they, they, uh, <laughs> it's like this yellow rope magic holds him down, and then that's how they have this machine like crawl oh, up to yeah, his chest str- and like smash the uh, strange thing. holds him, and then all the superheroes pull a chain of this thing that is holding him. Okay, mm-hmm. 
Uh, how is he killed? Oh, um, Captain Carter jumps on his head to pull the thing back to reveal the, the mask, the stone, and Black Widow shoots a magic arrow at, at it and blows it up. <laughs> nope, he she shoots him in the eye. Yeah. I, Oh, I thought she got him right here. No, no it was the, it was eye. the eye. Yeah, but nice. it downloads. Uh, uh, oh, that's Zoloff. right. It downloads the um, shit. Zoloff. Yeah, that's right. The computer program that they tried to do from the other episode that didn't work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. that's right. And then there's this thing where Killmonger. They don't trust Killmonger to not take the stones. That plot line's like two minutes long. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it's exactly what you you would think the episode would be. All right, that's what I kind of figured. I Man, of course, I've I've gone this far. I still have to watch it, but uh, I just this last episode didn't. Get it was okay. It, it, people it said brilliant. it was okay. I liked yeah. it. I liked it. I liked the the previous one better. All right. Okay. Uh, so we've we've gone nine episodes into what if we've come to the conclusion, um, and we can kind of just give a summary score of what we thought of season one because I'm there's going to be a season two, and uh, we'll give it a score. Adam, uh, overall score of season one of what if? Cinco five five. Whoa! Dang, dude, you never give that's a five. rough score from Adam. Grief. <laughs> I did not like this show. I only liked the last episode. Okay. I did five not like heads. the art. I did not like the anime. I just didn't like it. I didn't like the stories. I grew up with What If. You understand? I read a lot of the What Ifs. I know, this but these are all What Ifs based off of the movies. So yeah, but. I know. I want. I wanted them to go outside of the movies. Yeah, man. Adam. They're not even good. What ifs? It's it's yeah. like, what if the movie was like barely different? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not like this like grand like what if like the comics are. It's just like what if it we slightly tweak the the plot, but then it ends up the same no matter what we do. <laughs> man, like, he, dude, Adam threw out. Do you understand? Like the Killmonger episode is the best example. We talked about it in the last podcast. We did. Yeah. Killmonger, it should have been what if Killmonger became Iron Man? Yes. Where he was trying to save Tony Stark. He got Tony Stark got blown up. Killmonger got injured with the chest thing and then got dragged to the cave. And then the doctor helps build him the thing. And then Killmonger becomes Iron Man. Or Tony helps him build. Or yeah. Or Tony becomes that doctor and then helps him. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Tony doesn't die. He just helps him. He builds the thing for Killmonger and becomes his Jarvis or his Q or whatever. Like, that's the what if. And then we we thought that's of the one fucking what if story. We thought what? of one on the spot for the really crappy Thor episode. Is that what if Loki was the son that was shined upon and Thor was the mischievous piece of crap? And we were like, it's such a simple just twist. Like, just make Thor just just the shitty son. Flop the two. <laughs> Thor's the outcast and Loki's not. Just do that if you can't think of anything else. Yeah, instead of Thor just but being all these Thor. shows were catered to the last episode. Of course. Yeah. I mean, we're just a bunch of nobodies, you know, on a podcast that 
that I know, but uh, we're thinking of better storylines. Like, and it almost feels like we were talking about with the Venom movie, right? I think they started with the end, and then said, "How do we get here? Let's make stories to get us there." Yeah, like, it's just it's, it's crazy. All right, so Adam gave it a five. Uh, Dwayne, overall score. I'll go six. My mildly entertained, like. Again, it wasn't one of those, like, I'm like, oh, shit, it's Wednesday. I got to watch this. I mean, sometimes sure. it's Thursday or Friday before I watch it. Like, sure. Uh, I'll, I'll let Bernie go last because I'm sure his score is going to be the lowest. I'm actually going to go right in between you guys. I'm going to give it a five and a half um, because I really liked the Doctor Strange episode. I liked episode eight. I, I actually enjoyed the zombie episode. And... Um, you know, I thought the, the first episode with Peggy Carter was really cool. So there were a few that I liked, but overall as a cohesive sort of what-if tale, I don't think they stretched the boundaries far enough. No. I think Bernie's no, right. They, they just kind of, what if this man was a woman? Or what if Thor was just himself? Or <laughs> what if, yeah, Killmonger. What if, what if bad guy from Avengers 2 was the bad guy for Avengers 3? It's like, yeah. what the fuck? <laughs> What if Killmonger still became Black Panther? That we've already seen that man. So you know this is this is stuff that we've seen, and it, I didn't think it took it far enough. So I'm hoping with season two, they listen to some feedback and they just go bonkers. Well, the feedback if you look on like Reddit and stuff, people say they like this show. So I don't know what feedback they're gonna hear, but this is not a good show. This All right, show sucks. Go ahead. Four and a half. And I want to give it four, but I'll give it four and a half. I thought I liked the animation style after episode one, just because it was like unique looking. But as the show goes on, and you keep watching that an- animation style, and I'm just staring at their mouth moving, not matching the words. I I sorry, it drives me insane. It drives me insane. I thought the the animation stuff sucked. I hate sloppy, the animation. Sloppy. It is sloppy. They're doing it so you can dub it to all languages throughout the world easier. I understand why they do it, but it looks like shit. It looks like shit. I hate yeah, it. That's fair. The stories weren't compelling. There was nope. maybe one or two compelling aspects to it. But for the most part, like we said, it's just slight little twist to what we've already fucking seen a million times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's Honestly, not even what I, if. I, I, can, and, I can't even call it what if. I, and it, I think... Like to Bernie's point, I think the Killmonger episode is the one that disappointed me the most because, like, that yes. was such a cool character. And yes. they just, it, you it get Killmonger just... back, one of the best villains, like, one of the most potentially compelling bad guys. And, and he's he, just, he just becomes Killmonger at the end. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> he's the same fucking person. He just took a different path to get to where he was fucking going to be anyway. Yeah, it's true. Like, can you imagine Killmonger as Iron Man? That'd be fucking cool. It'd be really cool. And then, like, uh, like we said, Iron Man is like Q from James Bond. Yeah. Uh, or Tony Stark is like Q. He does all the tech, gives yeah, him the Killmonger advice. Killmonger can't build that shit. He doesn't know how to do that, but he knows yeah. how to be a fucking killer. Yeah. It'd be really cool. I, I don't know. But instead, we're just going to make him smart and still Killmonger. And like, the voice yeah. acting, the voice acting was fucking awful, too. From 
legit actors. I know they're two different skills, and it shows that they're two different skills. Correct. Because some of these voice acting, I'm looking at you, Sebastian Stan. Awful. <laughs> like you are fucking awful at voice acting. Terrible. I, I, I think some uh, are really good. I think, uh, yeah, Doctor Strange. Uh, what's his name? Benedict Cumberbatch did a fantastic. I think job. he did a great job. Yeah, he was great. I like that. Uh, oh, shit. What's his girlfriend's name in that? The actress name for Mean Girls. Uh, Rachel McAdams. Rachel McAdams. Yeah. She was great. She's a great yeah. voice actor in the show. Agreed. She was great. That's why that was my second favorite episode. Lot, lots of. I thought um, Chadwick was fucking awful too. Yeah, he wasn't the best. I don't care that he died of can't like that's not going to sway my opinion that he fucking sucked at voice acting in this show because <laughs> he's dead. No, he fucking sucked. Sorry. All right, yeah. R.I.P. Sorry, but you fucking sucked. You were awful. Sebastian Stan was the worst, but he was were, very bad. Yeah, bad. I agree. All right. Well, we'll you know, of course, we're going to watch season two because we have to. So uh, we'll. Uh, We'll get to that when it's released. You don't have to, but you. Man, we have a podcast. We have to. We have to watch it. All right, so let's talk about a series that is getting a lot of buzz over the last two weeks. Number one everywhere. Uh, Number one most show watch show on Netflix ever. Ever, in the history of that of that streaming service, this is the number one show. And I think most people have thought of uh, have heard of this by now, and maybe have not watched it. Um, but it's called Squid Game, and it's a show that's uh, uh, in Korean language. It's a Korean show, which highly recommend you watch it in the original Korean language. I Do don't. not watch the English dubbed version. It the English dubbed version is terrible. It's bad. Yeah, I agree. watch I it wa- in the I original. Half the first episode in Korean and half in English. So much easier in English. Oh my gosh, Dwayne! They talk too fast. I can't read that fast, man. (laughs) They're like, it's like up there for like two seconds, and I'm like, "Fuck, what did he say?" That's how I watch all TV and media with subtitles, so I'm just used to it. Yeah. So, for anyone who hasn't seen an episode, I'm going to give you the synopsis of the show. Basically, these people who are destitute, right? They have no money. They're all financially hardshipped. They live with their parents or they're bankrupt or they lost their business or some or sort of stole money, stole money. They're, you know, in debt. Some of them are in debt by like billions they're, they're, of, of dollars. Yeah, they're all in debt to someone. Some, yeah, like, somehow some legal, illegal form of person. Yeah, they're 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 recruited into this this sort of Internet game of of competition where. You play these is, childhood type games sometimes. Well, I, I'm Not assuming I'm assuming that people are watching this, right? They're paying a Mm-mm. subscription fee to watch these people. No, only the rich elite watch it and bet on it. Okay, but I'm saying like people are paying to to Mm-mm. watch these people and they're betting on who's gonna win and who's gonna lose and it's like a handful of people is what Bernie's saying. Yeah, yeah. like it's not like millions of people streaming. Like the one percenters. It's the one percenters who have nothing better to do but then spend their billions watching a bunch of poor people try to kill themselves. So it's you know yeah. you you realize very quickly that these people who are recruited to this game, uh, the first game is a game uh, that is basically like Simon Says, 
or red no, light, red light, green light, red light, green light. It's literally red light, green light. Simon says, <laughs> whatever. Where, where, you know, when when the person says stop, you need to stop moving, and when the person says go, you need to move, you know, towards the finish line. And very quickly, you start to realize that the very first time someone but accidentally not only doesn't just stop, stop, like completely stop moving, like you can't jiggle, no, you can't wobble, no. It's they not moving forward. It's completely stopping. Yeah. You will die. And when this happens and people start to realize that, oh, my God, we signed up for a death game, it, it all hell breaks loose. So, you know, that's kind I of like the, the people that thought that see that and then decide that their strategy would be run away, run backwards, <laughs> run towards away, the closed door <laughs> yeah. as if like like you're going to get out somehow. <laughs> Like, come yeah. on! What are you doing? But I, I think they established right. There's like, it's like 456 people or something. 456 right? people. Yeah. Right. He was the first and the last or something, right? Old guy was number one. Old guy was number one, and the main, main character, character of the show one. was last. Yeah. And it's so yeah. And what's what's so fascinating about this first episode is that Bernie's right. People in their minds think. I don't want to be a part of this. I'm going to run towards a closed door. They're not going to shoot me if I no, just run yeah. away. Just let's let's just 250 people run towards this door, and it is a four minute scene of guns <laughs> killing people. It is nonstop. Everyone who tries Fish to escape barrel. gets shot for four minutes straight, and it's horrifying because the people who are realizing that that was not a good strategy have to stay still as bullets are just whizzing by their heads and they're seeing their friends die and they're seeing just blood everywhere. And they have to still continue with the competition, knowing this massacre is behind them. And it, that's, that's what hooked me. I watched like four episodes in a row before I just physically couldn't stay awake anymore. Um, uh, can I, can I just give my review then? You've only seen one episode, right? Yeah. Okay. I didn't like it. I stopped. Of course you didn't. Why? It, like I saw everything coming. I, I knew you were going to like it. I was like, Dwayne. Wow, okay, we're just going to kill people. And I hate that it's, I don't know if it's Korean shows or Asian shows, but like the main character, he so over acts everything. That's <laughs> He's the, like, that's so part of the charm. Like, yeah, yeah, that's part. I don't that's like it. charm. Dwayne, like if you just get to episode two, yeah! it completely... That's part of the charm of the... the... It's not. That's, that's part a, of the Asian yeah. culture of the shows and stuff. And he's just a shitty person. I want him to die. Like, I don't... I feel no sympathy that's for him. Point. That's that, the point. Dude, that's the point. Is you grow no, to you're be sympathetic to like towards him. him. No, you learn oh. to like yeah. him. Dwayne, you can't... You you have to be angry at him. Character at growth, Dwayne. Jeez, you, this is your problem with Breaking Bad. You watched two episodes and said, that these guys are assholes. I, I'm out. No, the problem is he jerks off to Superman every day who can do no wrong. That's what he likes. No, Dwayne, it has nothing to do with that. If you, got, just... to ep if you got to episode two, the, the, the twist in, in the series is really early because they get released. They get to go home. They all voted to to leave, no, and they no, actually no, no, got no. to leave. Half of them voted yes, and half but of them the majority voted, voted to leave. Yes, one, and they actually vote. got to leave. But then they still 
got put in front of their debt collectors, so they went back. Correct. Because, oh, and that was I their... couldn't figure that out. But not all of them came back. <laughs> not all of them did. No, not all of them did. But so the, some the... of them probably died from the fucking no, debt No, they, they, they went out on their own. They realized that they were never going to get out of this hell that they're in. And they said, you know what? I'd rather take a chance of becoming a billionaire and just ending my life than live the way I'm living. So that was such a cool dynamic of the show is that they actually got to leave. It wasn't a, it wasn't a joke. It wasn't so, creator of the game messing with them. They said, I did. Get I the did. hell out of here. It was not a lie. It was not some, a lie. It wasn't a trick. They got to I, go home. I did some conversions, okay? The total prize money, if you were to win it all by yourself, all you by yourself. take home, Amer in American dollars, $38.5 million. Okay. That's what everyone's playing for is $38.5 million. It's like billion some whatever their currency One. is. One. I'm American, so I don't know other people's currencies, and it doesn't matter, but... <laughs> In American <laughs> in America dollars, it's thirty eight and a half million dollars. Okay. Which to me, whenever I looked it up, I was like, "That is not enough money for me to be <laughs> playing this game." Uh, I know these people are in dire straits and uh, signing away body parts and stuff uh, to their yeah, bookies. Signing body parts, jeez. But to play this game for thirty eight million dollars, I'm like, eh, it should it should be higher, right? It should be higher. But you can only fit so much money in the piggy bank, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I'm so sure there they, was engineering involved with how much money can actually fit in that plastic pig <laughs> hanging in the ceiling. So, no, and and just it, but, I knew that they were gonna go back. Like, even, of course, you have to go back. Even the right? pig head thing, I didn't understand. Is like, if there's less people, more money goes in there, or correct as people that's the die, people's cut. Yeah, oh. th that's the yeah. There's the dead people as people die, their cut goes into hey, the. You pig. take thirty eight and a half million. Divide by four hundred and fifty-six people. What do we say? Fifty-six people. Mm -hmm. And as people are eliminated, their share gets thrown into the the piggy bank. So let's let's. I'm gonna I'm gonna add that up. So thirty-eight million divided by four fifty-six, which means each person's life was worth eighty-three thousand dollars. <laughs> <laughs> not that much, right? That's not that much. Nope. nope. Not that much. Some of them owed like each person's life was worth eighty-three that, right? grand. <laughs> Yeah, that's how much your life was worth. It's eighty three thousand um, dollars, <laughs> and so just I, I thought it was so smart that in episode two, they go back to their regular lives, and they have to make a decision that we're gonna go back into hell to try to get out of debt, and not all of them came back. Bernie was right. They some of them said, "I'm not going back to that crap," and they got to live their life. That's usually not the way that these type of shows work is that this grandmaster person behind this game promises they get to go home, lies to them and makes the games even harder. I would just not go back and then expose them and he tried the money. He went to the police officer and tried to expose what was happening. That's not how you expose and, somebody. And his and he went to the police <laughs> you can't station. Expose him. You don't know where you were. Yeah, you don't know where you were. He was explaining the games. And the officer's like, okay, hold he on. He also it's knows the people, like his buddy, the the old lady that owned the restaurant's son was involved, right? So, so? he knows yeah. other people involved. He, he shows the police where officer. it was or what was happening. 
he yeah, shows the police officer that's also missing now is, was involved. Oh, yeah, he okay. shows the police officer the business card he was given with the phone number to call the the van that came and picked you up. And when the officer tried to call it, it was just some random woman saying, "Don't call me, you pervert," and hung up the phone. So, like, the guy's story sounds so unbelievable that not even the cops are going to believe it. And and it was. You see, they took you to some random place. You don't know where you were. You were playing a game of red light, green light to the death for $38 million. And, dude, it's just it's it was really well written. The amount of world building they did through episode one and two in the show was incredible. It was. They built this whole world in like 40 minutes. Yeah. And you're like you're in it and you're like, all right, let's go. Yep. It was um, it was incredible. This was one of the best written shows I've seen on Netflix in a long time. Like a Netflix show. It was fascinating. Um I I have what one was the episode... last Netflix show that you like thought was like, "Oh, this is like Black Bear." Really good. So I I have not watched the very Five years last... ago. When was the last episode of Black Mirror come out? 4 years ago? I have not watched the very last episode because my brother just got into the show and we're going to watch the last episode together this weekend. So I I haven't. I'm waiting. I'm waiting for him to catch up. up. I told him I won't watch the last episode. We're going to watch it together. But I've caught up all the way to episode nine, I think is the last one. You're not going to like it. Well, (laughs) we'll see. Yeah. But I didn't dude, see nothing. if the, he can watch it through the tears in his eyes from choking, the 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 <laughs> dynamics of these games are so brutal because you have to decide. I I have to find people to team up with, but then I also have to kill these people. So because I want their money, so you you make friendships, but then you don't make friendships, and then some of those friendships that you make turn against you in some of the games. You partner up with someone, you're like. Me and you can beat this game. And then that turns out to be the person you have to beat. You're going now. You're like, okay, you're my partner. We're the strongest. And then the game starts. You're like, oh, shit, we're competing against each other. Dude, really, really smart stuff. Very, very well-written show. It's not not the most original concept. No, it's not. It's like lots of shows out there. Hunger Games. I, I think Stone Cold Steve Austin <laughs> stars in a movie where they take a bunch of convicts on an island and you have to like kill all the other convicts. Yeah, the Japanese movie. Kind of what thing. was that movie called? It's uh, that was show, really good. Shows like this have been done, but this is really well done, really well written. Mm-hmm. Um, I like I I watched it all in within twenty four hours. Once wow. one day sitting, I watched the whole series. And the the episodes are an hour each, yep. I think. Yeah, so that's nine yep. hours of TV. It's very good, Dwayne. I I hope you give it another chance, but I think this is going to be like another Breaking Bad to you, where you just don't see what we see, and then it's a futile, it's a futile effort. So, um, I was I was bored after the first episode. God, that's so crazy. I don't understand that. It was so predictable. I give it, to me. I give it an I eight. Know. Eight out of ten would be my score. The episodes that I've seen so far towards the finale, I'm giving it uh nine. Ooh. This show is a nine for me. Yeah. Adam? Oh no, Eight. Okay. 
It's one of the most intriguing series I've seen on Netflix in a long time. Bernie's very correct. Black Mirror is is phenomenal. Black Mirror's better. Black Mirror. Haven't seen a new episode in I don't know how long. But it's been yeah. Yeah. Since the uh, Falcon was having uh, <laughs> gay sex. Yeah, gay sex over the internet with his buddy or whatever. Yeah. Whatever. They were like that video game was. characters. That was, yeah, that was like that was only like ago. three episodes that season. Whatever. It was. Yeah, well, it was only three episodes. But, but too, all yeah. Black Mirror episodes are like between three and five episodes. They're all yeah, it's quick. really short seasons. No, the yeah. first season was like six or seven or something like that. And then... I think it was five. Might have actually been oh. four. Yeah, I thought they were longer than that, but whatever. They were good. No, I um, love Black Mirror. Yeah, it's great. I just want to do a quick. PSA. We don't have to discuss the show because I don't know if anyone else watches it. Watch Why Is the Last Man. I watch FX it. Yes, I've been telling everybody. It's great. Nobody's talking about this show. I love it. It's so good. I like that's it. The next, that's the next series. World building. Speak of world building, that show world builds real quick too. Yeah. I just I haven't watched two episodes. The last two episodes, I haven't seen them. Do you like it so far? Fuck yeah, dude! I was out, good. Bernie. So I was literally out with uh, some people from work yesterday. But he's not the last man. Yes, he is. No, there's another guy. No, he's a. That's a female. Those are females taking testosterone. That's a guy with a sister. He the, said it was a guy. No, they explained that in our previous there's uh, only, podcast. Adam, there's only one guy in the show, York, and then well, there's two. There's the monkey ampersand. He's a male too. Those are the only two males. No, the guy with the sister is a female that's transitioned and takes testosterone. <laughs> I think we just blew Adam's mind. <laughs> when did yeah, they say cool. that? All the time, like they they keep telling. Like, they don't she, outright and say that. But like, she keeps like, "Hey, I got your. I guess I found I you, you some testosterone. I got you. I think they just call it tea. I got you tea. Yeah. Well, I thought it was tea. It's it is the I don't even know if I think the actor is a guy. Yeah, no, I'm pretty because sure. He, that, no, because he's played a, the same character. He played it in another in another show. He played a transgender. Yeah, yeah. Oh, maybe maybe it is a woman. Maybe it is a guy. I don't, a transgender man. I don't know, but the character is the transgender. Same, the same char- character. No, but Bernie, I was literally out with like some people from work, and we always talk about like what we're watching. And I was like, "Hey, have you have you watched Why the Last Man Standing?" <clears throat> and one guy was like, "No, man, Why I the Last Man that. Standing." Is that Tim Allen? Is is whatever? Your... Why the Last Man? <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> but so somebody's like, "Well, give us the gist of it." I'm like, "Something happens in every male." Except for this one guy and this one monkey exists. The virus, on the COVID, COVID. Well, they don't say it's a virus. They no, nobody knows why it happened yet. Yeah, we don't know. And uh, they're all like, "Oh, that sounds very interesting. <laughs> I need to watch that." Yeah, and I always try to stress like you hear that and you're like, "Oh, it's just gonna be this guy going around fucking all these women and stuff." No, complete opposite of that. Complete opposite of that. He's in uh, love with his stupid ass girl. Mm-hmm. Don't care for her. <laughs> the the comic book series was amazing. I'm reading Saga now from the same writer. So um, good, right? Saga. 
Yeah. I'm I'm five issues in and it's incredible. I watched I I I'm not watched. I read book one. It's it's so good. It's funny, it's compelling. Like, oh man, I just want to read everything this guy has made. I I just want to read. Yeah. So I didn't know he wrote the why why last man though. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. Um he he cut a deal um to make a whole bunch of stuff from his work. Why the last man being the first. Um it was supposed to be a movie and then it got into development hell and then the rights reverted back to him and then there was a bidding war for TV stations to make it and then that went through development hell and then it finally came out season 1. So it sounds I, like it's been I, I think it's a better TV story. It has to be a TV sh- it has it's to be too a TV big. Story. It's too big, right? It's too big. Oh my god. The the stuff that like, happens You couldn't even do like four or five movies. Like it would They're they're kind of flying through the beginning part of the the comic books series right now to where I think maybe they could get three four seasons out of this if people are watching it. I don't know if people are watching it. I hope it doesn't get canceled because oh my god. The ending of this story, I said it on the podcast before, I openly yelled as I read the ending <laughs> of, of this story. I like gasped out loud reading it. It actually it's, makes me want to read awesome. it now. It's it's huge. It's 1,400 pages or something like that. It's, it's a thick boy. But I'm reading Saga. Super excited about Saga. Saga is... Like I said, I read the first book. It's awesome. Like the first my PSA, watch Why the Last Man on FX slash Hulu. It's so good. Mommy, watch weekend. it. God damn yeah, it. Yeah, I'm gonna start this weekend. I'll I'll get it all caught up. I think there's five episodes you need to watch. Okay. I think yeah, five. I think it's five. They so, come out on Mondays? Yep. Mondays. Do you guys wanna we can wrap up the episode or do you guys want to talk about your Halo Infinite experience real quick? Sure. Did anyone else <laughs> yeah, play it? Adam, Adam, I can't wait to hear what you thought. I, I played like 20, 30 minutes of it. Okay. Bernie, did you it's, pay did you play more than 20 minutes? Yeah, I mean the first weekend I had access to it, I played a couple hours. Okay. So it's yeah, you Halo. guys signed up for the beta. Uh, it's coming out next month. The game's going to be out in a few oh my weeks. God, yeah, that's right. Holy yeah, shit. yeah. So it's pretty crazy. Uh, what did you guys think of the multiplayer? I'm guessing you only had access to the multiplayer. So tell us what you thought. It's Halo, and it's great. Okay. It was Halo. It took uh, it took a little getting used to for me. Maybe just because I've been playing other games, but it's it's not it's not Halo Two. Halo. It's it's more Halo Five, Halo, Ugh. but no, it's it's good. It's fast paced. It's crazy. Like it's fun. I was it a little great. Disappointed. It plays great. It's all like I, I know it's a beta. It's all the maps were like previous maps, pretty much. Yeah, it's it's balanced. It's it runs smoothly for a beta. It it's. It's going to be a great multiplayer game. Okay. Don't know about the campaign. Campaign is probably going to be like other Halo games where it's average. Um, but well, the campaign's more about the story than the campaign. It's so crazy because the campaign <laughs> yeah. of the first three games were great, and then when yeah. Halo Four came out, 
I've like, eh. I've beaten the campaign on those games probably fifty times, trying to do all the speed times and the par scores and all that shit. Skulls, all the achievements, <laughs> all skull like the lasso achievements. I got all the lasso achievements, all that shit. I can't even tell you the plot of Halo. I don't think like the <laughs> overall plot. Like, I, it's uh, there's a ring. See, it's there's funny ring, and like, then there's like these uh, fungus have the, monsters. You have the elites. Or... You have the flood. You have the brutes. Everyone <laughs> wants power. Like, uh, um, Gears of War, though. Like, I hate the multiplayer, but I love the the campaign. Gears of War campaign is awesome. See, I think Halo is the opposite of that. Yeah, the multiplayer is where it's at. The multiplayer and then the, the campaign is just all right. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah, I missed out, so I, I'm i going to wait until the, the actual game comes out. Looks great. Plays great on Xbox Series X. Highly yeah, I, did, I played it on... I didn't play it on Series X. <laughs> Looks fine. It actually looked great. It was just... Look at this asshole okay. with his fucking Xbox One X. <laughs> what year is it, Dwayne? I don't have a 4K TV either, so fuck you. Tube TV. <laughs> All right, well, um, yeah, I just want to kind of throw that in at the end because uh, I know a lot of people have been playing the beta. And, uh, what is you know, it? It really comes out in like December, though, right? November. End of November. Is it yeah. November? It comes right, right around Thanksgiving. Oh, Black Friday? Uh, I think before <laughs> that. Yeah, I think before that. But yeah, we'll all be playing it. Of course, we'll be, you know, uh, bringing you our review once the game actually comes Especially out. Especially Adam. Adam loves Halo. Oh, he loves Xbox. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, are you playing Diablo? No. What? Diablo 2. What? Remake. Is, is it, did it come out already? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it came out, man. Like, like a month ago. ago. Oh, okay, I'm going to go buy it. Yeah, dude. I, I think well, I never heard anything that. about it, it, it coming out. Skay from uh, Three Beers and MCU, mm-hmm. Burn Appetite fame. Uh, literally, anytime I get on my Xbox and look, he's on there playing that game. <laughs> <laughs> he is obsessed with Diablo 2. Oh, that's great. Yeah, it got really good reviews. So um, if you love if you loved Diablo 2 from back in the day, I heard this is a fantastic update. Oh, does it uh, does it come in a, a PlayStation Four? Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, okay. Should be all the old and I'll new. I'll be buying it tomorrow. Awesome. There you go. Day off. See who's going to see yeah. James Bond this weekend? That's my last question for y'all. Uh, I was going to go tonight because I'm out of town all weekend, but we're recording this, so I can't go until next week. I'm I'll going. Go I'm going next Tuesday. I'm going tomorrow. Going tomorrow? Yeah, either tomorrow or Saturday. Dwayne, I, mean, when I requested doing... the whole weekend. It's my birthday weekend, so I haven't it's seen a James Bond take... movie since like 1990 or something like that. I haven't <laughs> missed a James Bond movie in theaters since like 1990 something. So this is the last episode. Last... for him. For him. Yes, yeah, last Daniel Craig one. <laughs> okay, who's we're gonna we're gonna round up this episode with one last question. Who's the biggest hater on the podcast? Me or Bernie? Bernie. Man, that's crazy. Bernie. I used to but be have, the I, ultimate hater of everything. Now you love everything. Though. I've been, yeah. Yes. I've reversed, reversed course. <laughs> Something changed. 
It's crazy. But I feel like I can justify my hate. I don't hate to hate. I feel like I justify what I hate. I like stuff. I like Why the Last Man. <laughs> the one you thing like I like from uh, Squid Game. Yeah, two things yeah, from this episode I like. There it's you go. It's not bad. Yeah, it's not bad. That's Bird, half. Bro- Ah, real quick, I want to end off. I want to end off. What with about Venom? Yeah, no, no. I want to end off with one last thing, Bernie. What did you think of the House of Dragons trailer? Uh, Are you excited for this series? Do you want a Game of Thrones spinoff? What is your? I you're I, the big Game of Thrones guy, so I love Game of Thrones. I I mean, there's none of this stuff is in books really, so this will be pretty much all new, diving deeper into the lore of it so fuck yeah I'm, i mean i'm on board okay is this it is like from the watching same, the hobbit right is it from the same writer as someone else same yeah i mean he's he's like working on the show with them do you mean like is it the same two producers that did the whole game of thrones because it, doesn't different look, people? it doesn't look as is i don't know the same as, as well uh, so the, the pilot episode of Game of Thrones they filmed and then had to refilm and recast the like the first the first season of Game of Thrones was a mess um, it's a miracle that that show finished the, the entire run um, so it wouldn't surprise me for this the first season of this show to be rough and then get into like better looking stuff um, but I mean, this is going to go into back lore of the Targaryens, which is there's some interesting backstories and stuff and lore and all that kind of stuff. I'm in. Is there going to be eight seasons of this? Fuck no. Three. I think they should do like three at most. One of those kind of shows, you know, maybe even one. Like maybe this just is like a prequel, just one. right? Yeah, yeah, it's it's a big prequel. It's like 800 years before kind oh, of thing. It's not like the. No, no, no. Previous, like their grandfather. No, no, no. This is this is way back. Um, this this is. I don't even know if it's the forging of the Iron Throne because all everything we've seen. That's in the probably trailer, like the, the throne's already right? there. The oh, throne's so? already there with oh. the, and um, it's kind of more in line with the comics where the they have swords like on the steps leading up to it. Or the comics, the books, <laughs> not a comic. It's an actual book. Um, but uh, no, it's gonna be good. I'll watch. I it. thought, I thought yeah, the trailer. Looked, I thought the, I thought the trailer looked pretty good. I was. It's intrigued. not. It's it's not a thing where it's not gonna be. You're not gonna watch nine seasons of this. It's gonna no. be. It's gonna be one or two, and then be done, and then they'll spin off to fucking something else in the world. All the right. asshole needs to finish his books. God damn it! There's two books he, that need to come out. He's never and finishing he's, them. He's 74 years old. Yeah, he's, he's never finishing. He fucking made his money. He's like, fuck, I'm out. <laughs> I've been waiting for book six for fucking ever. All right. Well, that was it. That's all our topics for the week. Adam's got the top three this week. No, he doesn't. <laughs> Do you have the top three, Adam? Of course not. Yeah, okay. We can end it there. We'll do top three next time. What are we in? An hour and a half? I think that's pretty good. All right, guys. As always, thank you for joining us. Uh, three Beers and a Mic on Facebook. Three Beers and a Mic on Twitter. Three Beers and a Mic on Instagram. Cross the Streams Media. We discussed at the beginning of the episode. And just thank you for listening. 
you know, we really enjoy doing this podcast. It was nice to have all four of us together, um, you know, and uh, that's that's something special. So, Adam, again, happy birthday, buddy. Thank you, uh, guys. Enjoy your, enjoy your day tomorrow. Go watch James Bond. Have a good time. And, I'm going to uh, go get my new phone. I'm going to go get day. a new, a new there you phone. Go. Perfect. And Diablo. And, and Diablo. Diablo. Yes. Diablo 2. All right, man. Happy birthday, mate. And uh, we'll see you guys next time. See ya. Peace. has been a Cross the Streams media podcast.